Hello, friends, and welcome to Pod Return to the Waking Sins. We are a companion podcast where we explore the lore and story of Heidelin and beyond. And my name is Jen, and I'm joined by my co-host and researcher. I'm Levi. Hello, Levi. Hello, Jen. We've made some audio hardware upgrades today, so hopefully the quality is notably improved. This microphone is huge in my face. Maybe you've got a small face, Jen. <laughs> what? No, that's what she said, or you're just... You're, yeah. <laughs> I guess I, I could go down to, that route. Try to be as as, uh, as appropriate as possible. Let's keep it PG. All right. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we are here to talk about the Lancer class today. Woo! Final Fantasy XIV has the first implementation of Lancer in a mainline Final Fantasy game. According to the wiki, Lancer was the name used for Dragoon in earlier localizations of Final Fantasy V and Tactics, but on my most recent playthrough of those games, they used Dragoon, so it's been fixed. Okay. However, in our favorite Final Fantasy, number 14, Mm. we have Lancer loud and proud as their own class. Look at that. I had yet to do anything with Lancer in my uh, in my save. So this was very first time. Everything was new. Very How was your foray into Lancing? It's fine. It starts off pretty much like every other melee DPS. Yeah, this class is not very interesting either. It's got the rogue problem where it's waiting for its upgraded version with the jobstone to actually gain its iconic moves. Because... The Dragoon class, of course, if you know Dragoons from Final Fantasy, they have jumping attacks. Yeah. And the Dragoon here is no exception. However, they don't want to give you those jumps until you become an official Dragoon. That's fine. Uh, I understand that. Right now we're just Lancers. Lancers don't jump, right? (laughs) Apparently they don't. The Lancer is primarily a combo-based class. It's not very heavy on the off-global cooldown attacks, at least not yet. Mainly, the mechanic is this wishbone-shaped combo tree, where either you will make your basic attack, which is the true thrust, and then you will do a move that gives you a damage buff, or you will do the true thrust and then go into your higher damage but no buff branch of the wishbone, Mm -hmm. which is Vorpal Thrust. And as you level up the class into Dragoon, these different branches, these different forks just get longer in each direction. Interesting. You might, I don't know if I was doing it right, but I would assume is the, um, is it Dismemberment? If you're talking about the damage ability, it's Disembowel. Oh, Disembowel, that's right. So I would do Thrust, Disembowel, and then go back to Thrust and do the combo that way. Because I wanted to get that buff going like right away. And then everything else I did after that would fall under it. The problem being, though, unless you're in a longer fight, like a a solo instance or a dungeon, there's not much point to using that disembowel maneuver because the thing's going to be dead before you actually can capitalize on the damage buff. Pretty much, yeah. So I guess it's just building the muscle memory up into that Yeah, I I mean, it's good practice, but it's not a very compelling move when you're going to one place, killing a thing, and then the buff wears off before you can actually use it. Anyway, that's it. That's the class, pretty much. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Dragoon is not one of my favorite classes. I, I hear through the grapevine that, that the devs are going to rebalance it at some point. Yeah, whatever. That, that's down the road. That's Dragoon stuff, not Lancer stuff. So whatever. <laughs> okay. Anyway, 
First off, we should say that even though the class is called Lancer, it's more of a spear person. <laughs> spear person. Yes. Yeah. Spear wielder. Yes, it's it's not a lance in the way we imagined it in medieval times on a horse, charging another guy with a lance on a horse. Yep. It's definitely more like a spear or some other, a glaive, I think would also be another version. Glaive, a trident, a harpoon. Anything long and pointy yeah. is in the lancer umbrella. Yeah. In Eorzea, lances were first used as hunting weapons by the Elizin. In ancient Galmora, the lance was a weapon wielded by nobles and was eventually incorporated as the weapon of choice by the wood whalers, who function as the guard in the Twelve's Wood. The Gerdanian lancing technique incorporates techniques from all across Eorzea. So even though Gerdania is a very xenophobic place, the Lancer's Guild is much more welcoming. Yes, and that's that's addressed directly in, um, I think, like the level 25? Yes. Yeah. The Guild itself was founded a century ago by a Captain Mistal. They accept students from all over Eorzea in honor of the multinational techniques incorporated into the Gordanian Lancing style. And they are still adapting this curriculum today. <laughs> this is actually impressively open-minded again there's no real we know best and this is the way to do it period this is what works for us but we'll listen to you and maybe you got something to share yes the sign of a a true leader knowing what they don't know a true and, leader among guilds yeah and uh figuring out hey i bet we have a ton of blind spots let's invite other people in that's it pretty much i mean it's a pretty basic weapon we see tons of lancers in the world they they are amongst like the, the the grunt type enemies when we ever we fight just some scrub humanoids. Yeah, just thrust and spears. Yep. To become a lancer, we must head to the Lancers Guild in Gridania. It's tucked away in the corner of Old Gridania, but there's a handy Aetherite right nearby. It's also just north of the Shaded Bower. Yeah, that place sucks because <laughs> there, there's no good way into the market. What? Normally in the oh, other I mean, cities, it's like it's sandwiched between the Leatherworkers Aetherite and the Lancers Aetherite. It's right. It's not that long of a walk. But in the other cities, you can take an Aetherite right into the market area, which is a place you're going to go very often, most likely. But in Gridania, though, you've got to hoof it. Oh, please. Like 20 yards. That time adds up. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, okay. fine. Okay. All right. Get your steps in, I guess. We're sorry. <laughs> the guildmaster is Ewain Deepwell. He's a clean-cut here with a scar across the bridge of his nose. The encyclopedia says that he's a former wood whaler that got kicked out after he took the blame for a mistake his friend made. After being ejected, he took up the adventuring life. Later, though, the powers that be learned that he was falsely accused and he was invited back into the fold and eventually made guildmaster. This guy, as far as guildmasters go, he seemed impressive to me right away. Don't know. Don't know why. Just a vibe I got. When we sign up, we get the spiel about how the Lancer style is primarily offensive. It favors attack over defense. 
and we wear lighter armor to not hinder our movements. It also requires courage. <laughs> we must hold the line against our enemies and pierce a path to victory. Or thrust a path. Thank you, Jen. Find a path. And, and thrust it. Thrust it. Forge it with thrusts. Yes. Jen PG podcast. It's still PG. I don't know what your problem is. There's a lot of thrusting going going on over exactly. there. Exactly. <laughs> yes, we're talking about spears, and it's totally on 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 task. I, okay. Okay. The, the courage stuff isn't just empty words. This is the theme of this quest, for better or worse. Big time. So, Jen, have you the resolve to wield the lance? I have the resolve to wield the lance. This is two for two in lame Gradania guild intros. Yeah. The real question, though, is have you the resolve to face down some fearsome animals, Jen, like squirrels and ladybugs? There's only one way to find out. The answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> we kill our animals. With that done, we get a lecture on composure and recklessness. Evane talks about how we'll you be- You called him Evane. <sighs> I planted the seed. I'm sorry. Mm. Ewane is actually, it sounds really awkward. I don't like how it sounds in my head. Whatever you, you're the language expert here, Jen. No, no, it's definitely Ewain, okay. but Ewain, maybe it's Ewain. Ah, we're, we're keeping Ewain. How about we just call him Wayne? No. Okay. <laughs> Ewain talks about how we'll be outnumbered during our courageous lancing, and if we allow ourselves to be overwhelmed, we will fall to a situation we can normally handle. This is solid advice for the class and in this game, and most games in general. If you let yourself get overwhelmed and start mashing buttons or blanking out because you're panicking, you're going to get your ass kicked by a situation that would be otherwise pretty manageable. Indeed. So, yeah, take this advice into real life, guys. So assess the situation, use your cooldowns, and use your consumables, and pick your targets. Yep. Yeah, don't fling yourself headlong into a kerfuffle. Right. That said, it's hard to get overwhelmed because we have two abilities so far. So Yeah, thrust and second thrust. Yep. Thrust and thrust harder. <laughs> the thrustening. So we practice on some Yarzons. We lure out some groups and kill them, then return to the guild. Whatever. Next up is the lecture on resolve. These words are, are way too similar, I think, to really... They are, but he explains it in a way that I thought made them appropriately distinct. We can follow the guild's teachings on these. And they make a big deal about what is courage and what is resolve. Sure. I mean, if we use their definitions, this makes sense. However, the whole courage theme in this quest, semi-spoiler, falls flat for me. It feels like kind of arguing about who's the most manly. Like, I am courageous this way. I am courageous this way. Yeah. But at the same time, well, in the beginning, you, you do think that like, okay, well, you know, courage is, is, it can be learned and expressed in different ways. However, the Ewain um, really wants to make a point in there is a right and wrong way of uh, defining courage. So I think that there is there is a distinction. I agree. I just think that the way it's expressed is a bit clumsy because they're using too many close synonyms to talk about different things. Yeah, I feel like there's a there's a word for courage and. Um, that involves like, you know, calm, steady and steadfastness versus, um, you know, courage that is fed by 
you know, rage or, or vengeance or something. Right. So, I mean, yeah, the, the, the English language certainly, I'm, I'm sure, has a word for that, well, I would, but I, I can't think of it right now. Composure and recklessness would be the two sides of that coin. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they double down on making sure the theme is courage. So they talk about courage only, which I think kind of muddies the waters a little bit and makes this sound a bit ridic- ridiculous when they're arguing later on about what type of courage is the correct type of courage. Yeah, it makes it seem a little trait. Yep. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, we'll talk more about that when we get to that point. Um, moving on, we get the Resolve lecture right now. Resolve here is really, it is composure in this, this sense. Right, it's, it's promising your future self that you will remain composed. Right, <laughs> exactly. And the, the example he gives is that you should make sure that you maintain your resolve in the form of keeping your wits about you and not falling on the defensive if um, you find yourself overwhelmed. Because the Lancer's best defense is offense. So the best way out of a situation is through it. Mm-hmm. Don't like fall back and start to like go on the defensive and try and cover yourself. Find your target, take them down. And that's how you'll get yourself out of situations. Again, good advice in many, many games, because usually the best way to deal with a overwhelming situation is to find the easiest thing to simplify things. This is why we usually kill ads first in most of these games, because they are are weaker, they go, in fa- go down faster, so we burn them to make sure we can then focus on the bigger problem. Yeah. Yeah. The next lesson here is going to our abandoned fortress spirit hold. And killing some critters. Frogs and bugs. Great. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was... Ugh. Of all the mobs that they could have arranged to pop up uh, in this in this trial, they chose bugs. We're supposed to spear a bunch of bugs. Like a flying cloud of gnats. Yeah, like... Puk, 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 puk. Weird. Correct about this during our Uldah segment, but this enemy type is ridiculous <laughs> in this yes. game. Yeah, it, it's, I don't know why they're always wanting us to stab bugs. Giant bugs, sure. Regular bugs, not as much. No. But we... we so we spear a bunch of bugs. We, we swallow our <laughs> insectophobia and stab, stab. spear these bugs. Stab, 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 stab. We return to the guild and something is afoot. There is a dusk white... A gray-skinned and white-haired Elizin inside the guild. He's come up out of nowhere and is dissing all of the guild's lancers. He challenges Ewain, the guildmaster, to a fight, staking the guild's honor. Ewain refuses, not rising to the bait. But this mystery Duskwhite sees us walk in and is like, oh, here's my mark. And then he charges us with his lance and stops an inch from our face. And we don't flinch. Of course not. <laughs> this seems to satisfy him, and he walks out, spewing some nonsense on the way out about- You craven motherfuckers. Right. Blah, blah. He loves that word. Yep. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this guy has beef. I know it's supposed to be like some sort of test of courage or resolve or whatever to stand true when we're being stabbed at, but honestly, <laughs> if some random guy wielding a weapon were to start swinging in my direction, I would not trust them to stop. It's not a matter of courage. It's a matter of common sense, I feel like, to not- just stay still. <laughs> Context is everything, I think. I don't know. Maybe our characters are better judges of character than we are. I mean, we're we're just squishy nerd folk who live in air conditioning. You know, we're, we don't know what... <laughs> like, standing stock still in the face of a threat, we don't know what the fuck that means. Maybe, you know, 
flipping somebody off when they honk at us. So like, yeah, this is me staring your spear down. Well, plus we're we're very we're we're badasses and we're special. To me, the cost benefit of maybe impressing some asshole to getting stabbed in the face does not pencil. Maybe it does for you, Jen, but <laughs> I'll take the dishonor and not risk getting stabbed personally. I want to say, you know, I think the canon here is my warrior of light walks in, quickly takes this guy's measure and says he is a blowhard and a coward and whatever. He's going to put on a show. Come at me. I've seen some shit. That could be it. Yeah. So that's that's my opinion. Sure. Yeah. He stomps off saying that only the fearless are fit to wear the mantle of Lancer. Guildmaster Ewain is unimpressed. Yeah. He says, we have guys coming here all the time trying to strut their stuff. This is normal. <laughs> it's Weird, very sad. But... It's very yeah. sad. <laughs> Ugh. Now to the next lesson. We once again have to challenge groups of enemies. This time we are going to climb Naked Rock and claim the Stone of Courage. This is the same stony rise that we just climbed in the main story quest, where there are these raptor creatures, the annals, who have their nests up here. So we have to go out into the Twelves Wood and climb this rise, pass all these creatures, and claim the stone. Before we go, though, when we walk in to reconnect with Ewain and get our assignment, he's like, hey, your biceps are looking pretty good. You must be training. Do you train? <laughs> Got a you little, train, bro. I got a little, like, like a, a kind of like hand of God. Like, <gasps> yes, we train. I do have a gripe here. This mission and the next one send us right in the same exact places as we've gone for the main story quest. If I were to be doing the Gordania quest and then I hit level 10 and come back and do my Lancer quest, I'd be mildly annoyed to have to go and do the exact same thing <laughs> going up to the Anil Rock. And then going into Spirit Hold in just a minute. Oh, God. When I literally the, just did that. The injustice of it all. You know, if you are a low-level character, you have no mount, you are walking around. <laughs> this is a, a lot of hoofing it. Oh, it's a pain in the ass. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn. Yeah, when I'm doing stuff with my alts, I'm just, I'm trying to summon my chocobo or a mount of any kind. And I'm like, I have to fucking walk. Ugh. We fight our way to the top of Naked Rock. And we find the dusk white there. His name is Folks. Let's just say that now to be specific. Yeah, I wasn't sure to call it Folks or like Folkes, but like Folks totally works for me. That was what I said in my head. So. Okay. Okay, great. Yeah, I'm down. So we find Folks there and he says, are you enjoying your fake stone of courage? Oh, sucker, you stupid fucking idiot, moron, dummy, weird fake stone of courage what an asshole he's he knows our tricks <laughs> I, he knows the guilds such a dick yep. he, he, and he knows where we're going as part of this lesson and he's come here <sighs> first to steal the stone and put it in a better more dangerous location get a hobby now let's do some real couraging okay all right fine so now we have to go to spirit hold and tromp all the way back up past all these imps mm -hmm. into the prison section and then fight some more imps and claim the true Stone of Courage. Which is an enormous boulder. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a delightful little jewel. It's a fucking boulder. We'll just roll this bomb back to the guild. No problem. We do. Oh, what, what if they made you do like the carrying something mechanic with this damn stone? I, they, would, being a little... I, would, I would have gotten 
15 hours into this game and stopped. <laughs> this is Jen's breaking point. Yeah. It's not all the fetch quests. I do it in Monster Hunter and I hate it. <laughs> we get back to the guild. Ewain is like, ooh, the stone's a bit more dirty than last time. And we tell him what happened and he is pissed off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he's crossed the line. Ewain claims that a lancer's courage is the product of composure and resolve, not danger. Yeah. This feels like it gets very street smarts, book smarts to me. Uh-huh. This is where this this kind of theme loses my interest a bit because he's like, good danger, bad danger. Good courage, bad courage. Right. There is a point to be made here, but I think the presentation is just a bit muddied, so it kind of washes over me. They, they really need some something else to, I think, point out here to draw the line, because let's just talk about it now and not hint at it in the future. Also about Folks's deal, too, so we can talk about it as it comes up. The whole deal with Folks is that he um, used to be a Lancer's Guild member, but he was hard up for cash. So he formed a scheme with some guild members to break into the guild and steal from their coffers. After this thing, he felt very guilty. He convinced his co-conspirators to confess. However, at the last minute, they backed out. So he confessed to the crime. No one else did. And so he alone took the blame. Yeah. And he has made this in his mind a matter of courage because these people are not courageous enough to step forward. Therefore, they, therefore, the whole guild are cowards. He framed this through the lens of courage in a variety of ways. So his co-conspirators were craven bastards because they didn't stand up with him. He was a craven bastard because he didn't get in their faces and force them to confess at the time. He was also a craven bastard uh, when he was in jail because he didn't get the guts to kill a guard and escape. He took, I guess, you know, these preliminary lessons he learned in the Lancers Guild and, and turned them into something disgusting. And he's carried this bitterness, the bitterness of this betrayal with him for I don't know how many years. Right. And now he's getting his face all back up in the in the guild and, and fucking with us. Yes. He went into rage mode after getting free finally from prison. And he just went apeshit on some animals. He's like, I'm going to fight all you animals. I'm not afraid of you. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, I'm the toughest now because I've killed so many animals. Yeah. So he had to prove something to himself. And he took the first lesson and... Totally perverted it. Yeah. It, I mean, it's... Yeah. The, the dude is disturbed. I, I mean, the first lesson being kill some animals to prove your courage. Well, okay. What he had done... That was a joke, what, Jen. Oh, sorry. Uh, the the joke it. is that the first lesson is, is always kill animals. So he's like, <laughs> this is how you become a lancer. So I'm going to kill so many animals to become the biggest lancer yeah. I can. Every, every animal is plus one courage. Yes. <sighs> I, I wish that this was handled better. This is my opinion, obviously. But I just feel like there is no pathos here because this guy is such an asshole about the whole deal. The theming is so muddy. I, I just... I cannot get on this guy's side whatsoever oh no there's nothing sympathetic about him really i mean in the beginning you don't know you just like you see him he, he just walks in and, and starts some shit for no reason um and then he starts invading your trials and you're like all right this guy seems kind of sad but now he's stolen the stone of courage and now i have to do what he says uh so i mean it's just like a weird vibe it's not like a this guy is a major f fucker or I, like yeah there's no it's relatively benign what he's done so far. Sure, it escalates. But I think that 
if you're trying to guess the story, you can tell this guy has some some oh, deeper thing going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, no, no, he's got some some shit to work out here. Like, obviously, he's got he's got beef with the guild and all guild members, regardless. Yes, just an indiscriminate, you know, loathing. So, um, therapy for you. Anyway, that is Folks's deal. He's met at the guild for these people betraying him, and he's met himself for having been, in his eyes, a coward back in the day. Yeah. Owen just says, please ignore him. Yes. It's hard to, though, as we'll find out in a minute. We go level up for a bit and return. On the way back, it sounds like Folks has come back to the guild to yell at the Lancers for being soft again. One of the recruits got uppity and challenged him to a duel. They went off into the forest to go fight. Unfortunately, Ewain was not here at the time, so he was not there to intervene. And because he's got to go and do important guild business, he asks us to go in and intervene instead. Yeah, make sure this guy doesn't die. We find folks in the East Shroud. He's got this recruit tied up on the ground. And he now starts talking like he's our true mentor. And he now has a real trial for us. If we don't play along, he's going to kill this guy also. Yeah, so. okay. So this is... Okay, now now it's fucked up. We have to go and sprinkle some potion on a tree. We get a, a treant who gets all uppity on us, and we kill it. We go back to folks. Is this enough, though? No. <sighs> now we have to go to our favorite place, the Life Mend Stump. And we are to fight the alpha of a wolf pack to prove how courageous we are. Okay. We go to the stump... We take down these wolves. The alpha is with a ton of wolves. It's like probably 10 or so overall in this fight. Mm-hmm. And Folks is there with us fighting side by side for a minute. And then he gets bored saying, this isn't tough enough. Let's spice things up for a bit. And he blinds us and then pieces out, leaving us to fight the rest of the wolves while blinded. Yeah. Um, also, these are man-eating wolves. All the wolves, all the wolf mobs in the game are technically man-eating. All the animals, including the bugs... Apparently. (laughs) After we have done this trial successfully, Folks gives us another rant about the guild. They're a bunch of posers and they don't know the meaning of courage. And we should quit now if we know what's good for us. Nah. No, we don't. We go back to the guild. The recruit has made it back safely. And Ewain gives us another lecture about the true version of courage. Right. Not this false version of courage. Exactly. Ewain is sure to drive home that... We succeeded in these challenges that were concocted for us by Folks because we followed the guild teachings and not following Folks's false teachings. This feels very petty to me. I know you like Ewain, yeah. Jen, but him saying, you did it because you did it my way, not his way. I'm like, I'm just like stabbing shit and trying to like deal with these problems. I, I don't care about whose teachings I'm following, especially... Well, they, you know, it's it's just flavor. It, it's not like it, you know, we can enact the appropriate type of courage by pushing the right button. It's- I, I'm, <laughs> I know. I, it feels like two parents fighting over a child's love or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Two disciplinary strategies. And, and I'm like, guys, figure this out yourselves. Don't loop me into your bullshit, please, because I, I don't want you fighting over who's responsible for my successes. It was my genes. It was my genes. Right. Anyway, Ewain is going to do something about folks now, but he's not sure what yet. Later, Ewain has prepared a special trial for us, but first we must prove ourselves by facing down three guild members in three successive rounds of single combat. 
Okay. Seems pretty easy. Spoilers, it was. Wow. We fight three guild members, the soft-spoken Lancer, followed by the grizzled Lancer, and finally the sharp-eyed Lancer. Each Um, one tougher than the last. Mildly. The first guy goes down like two hits, so I think there's some escalation present. A little bit. It's like when we're uh, fighting what's-his-face from the Rogue's Guild. Not Rogue. um, Pugilist Guild. We fight him. Like, he goes down right away, and then he's like, do it again! Hammond, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've proven ourselves we're tough enough for this trial now, even though it might risk our death. Ewain asks us if we're in, and just as we accept, enrolls folks spouting his usual bullshit. Very good at interrupting everybody. More words about... You're all a bunch of craven bastards. And basically, like, you all really should just give up, close the guild, and uh, go do something else with your lives, because this is real pathetic, guys. You all suck. I'm like, what? Who the fuck is this guy? Uh, hey, Wayne, you should definitely fight me and, like, bet the guild on it or whatever, because that's a thing that happens all the time. <laughs> First thing they go to, bet the guild! And he's like, no, I'm not fucking fighting you. You can fight uh, this person, us. You can fight them, and I will stake the guild on them. Why? Like, oh my god, we're brand new! <laughs> this, there's got to be a better way to deal with a problem person than... Totally giving in to their demands? E- enabling their bullshit? Uh, at least Ewain is able to set the terms of this little little trial. The trial is to go stare down the lord of the Bramble Patch. What we have to do is kill ten lesser... Uh, boars. Are there boars? Yes. Okay. Uh, ten of them take their tusks and make a pile of their tusks and all the stench- This is a, a pain in the ass. It's to, too many. It's too many. We have and to get they, ten. And they're across like multiple areas too because they're not- Because there's so many. <laughs> yeah, there's not enough boars in one area so you've got to like hoof it. I know. It, it, <laughs> yeah. Six, six would have been good. But anyway, so we get ten tusks, put them in a pile. The stench of the blood will attract the Lord of the Bramble Patch and indeed it does and it's, it's a huge, huge boar. This thing, I swear, it shrinks between the cutscenes and the actual fight. Maybe could be could be a trick of the eye because you're it's like you know zoomed out and then you zoomed in and then zoomed out. I don't know. Yeah, I I can't say with full certainty it could be the camera work, but I swear because we see in a minute Ewain next to this thing too, and I swear it towers over Ewain. Mm-hmm. But then when the fight starts, like it's maybe a third bigger than a normal boar. I don't know. I think that might just be like a perspective thing. Because when we're fighting it, we're like, we're zoomed out overhead, like third person. And in the cutscenes, it's more of a first person, like we're actually standing at eye level. So I don't, I don't know. It could that would be. be. That would be really weird for them to render it two different sizes. I think that'd be sloppy. I, I agree. I just, it felt like it was changing sizes on me. Well, I'm sorry you had that experience. <laughs> it is bigger than the average boar. That much is unquestionable. It shows up though with two normal boars and it's a little bit bigger, but not much more so. I had a moment of confusion actually thinking like, is this like the lieutenant of the boars and then the <laughs> Lord is going to come in after I, I kill this guy? Can't impress this guy, apparently. I was impressed. I was, you know, I was thoroughly. And also in the cutscene where it shows up, it's doing the, the Jurassic Park stomps. It's like stomp, stomp, stomp. Maybe, maybe it's extra dense. Yes. So it's, it's very stompy because it's got extra density to it. There you go. Ethereal condensation inside this boar. Weird. okay anyway so we fight and as the the boar starts to weaken it gores the shit out of folks and he gets knocked back and he's cowering take that mr courage yeah 
So he's on the ground, and uh, the Lord of the Bramble Patch is approaching him. The camera pans back up, and there we are in between folks and the boar, staring it down. This was very cool. Um, I was doing it, of course, on New Game Plus with my Lala. My Lala's standing height is as big as Folks's laying down height. <laughs> so, like, you can see, like, a direct line from him to me to the boar and my spear out, poking the boar in the nose. Aww. So, we, we're not attacking anymore. We're just basically, now it's a, you know, it's, it's a stare down. It's a standoff. Yes. Which is exactly what we were supposed to do. And then Ewain shows up. And he's like, all right, thanks, bro. He's talking to the Lord of the Bramble Patch. You're not going to get much sport out of these two. Try try another day. And the guy is just the the, the Lord of the Bramble Patch kind of like, all right. And then, <laughs> and then walks away. So, which is super cool. I'm like, wow, Ewain is like besties with this thing. Cool. And then he's like, all right, folks, you lose. And then we, our characters win. This is why my brand of courage is superior because you just basically ran into this this kerfuffle. I keep saying the word kerfuffle. I don't know why. You just ran in headlong and started, you know, flaying around and and you got you got got. And honestly, you know, if uh, our character, if Warrior of Light hadn't stepped in, you would have been gored to shit. Then folks goes nah uh. I'll show you. To which Ewain whips his spear out at Folks, and Folks stumbles backwards. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, ah, uh, uh, and he grabs the spear and runs off into the forest. Me. Yeah. Me. That takes care of that problem. Day is one. Let's wrap up our lessons and get on with our lives. Sounds good. So we're going to go and hone our craft with three great lancers. The first one is Mafiomi who is a twin adder who stands guard at a um, watchtower in the East Shroud. Mm-hmm. We talk to him and then we kill some bats for him. And that's the lesson. Great. Right. Thanks. So it, the basis, I, I had a note about this. So go fight a bunch of bats. The lesson here, they're constantly fluttering and putting a spear in one is an exercise in frustration. But yeah, the, it, you know, the constant fluttering is that this is an exercise in frustration and frustration can lead to panic, but you never rose to the panic. And I was like, you know what? 15 quests ago, we had to kill a bunch of bugs by spear. So this ain't no thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's that's uh, uh, old Lancer hand number one, expert number two. This is Buscaron. Yeah, Buscaron himself. He is retired. He's a, a former Lancer that now runs a, a bar and inn. He's got his druthers about him. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, if I had my druthers, he's like, hey, I do. Literally. Mm-hmm. His inn is named Buscaron's Druthers. That is the joke. Just, just in case people have forgotten <laughs> this like <laughs> okay. level 30 area. Fine. The thing here is that he, he gives us some mead. We are to make um, an offering of this mead at a cairn. We do so. It's like a little pile of rocks with a spear thrust to the ground next to it. It's memorial for Mistal. Mistal, the guild founder, mm-hmm. and the person who convinced the Gredanians to allow in outsiders so they can hone the teachings and the curriculum of the guild. Yes. Last up is Vauclair. He hangs out at Falgord Float. This guy used to be a rival of Buscaron's, but now, you know. Yeah, they're old now. Yeah, they're old. <laughs> he rambles about courage for a bit. And then we um, have to go and kill some balloons, which are a variant of the bomb enemy type. Yes. We kill some little balloons and then a big balloon. And then that's that. Back to the guild. That's it. I literally wrote that at the end of this. I'm like, okay, surely something here will ramp up. I don't know. And I'm like, nope. 
See you next time. Okay. <laughs> this is a very odd thing for pacing. I, I know yes. that this is supposed to be, we have folks building up his anger and preparing for his revenge sure. during this time period. Yeah. But this, this step is such like a, a, a lull in the action. Yeah. One of them, it doesn't even have like a fight. I mean, that's the best one in my opinion, because there's actually a story there. The other two are like, here's some empty talk about random stuff and then go yeah. kill some random thing. I swear these are connected somehow. Yeah. Okay. Back at the guild. Now it's time for the final trial. But wait. Ooh. A lancer comes running in, reporting that a frenzied Dusk White is attacking trainees in the forest, and he's yelling about courage. What? Who could this be? What? I don't know, guys. Something is afoot. <laughs> <laughs> so we rush into the forest to intervene. Upon arrival, we find a recruit who's tied up and being attacked by lindworms. The same raptor type creature as the annals. Once they're defeated, the recruit tells us that folks unleash the worms to teach the true meaning of courage. There we go. Okay. The lesson is unclear, but sure. Yeah. Why not? Uh, and apparently, folks at this point is just completely off the wagon, crazed, deranged, flooding with rage. We track folks down to Falgord Float or just near there. He's been waiting for us. He admonishes us for helping our guildmates. They're just like those wretches who got him imprisoned and exiled. Here we go. Sure. Yeah. He gives us his story, which falls fully flat for me, about him stealing from the guild and then confessing and then being imprisoned and then going on a rampage where he killed baby animals to infuriate the, the mama animals so he'd have a tougher fight and be more courageous. Yeah. I fear nothing. He's the courageousest of them all. No, we've we've seen him flinch a lot. No, he never he never did that. That that was a, a trick of the light, Jen. Oh. Okay. He's the best of all of them. And he's gonna show us. Okay. We fight him now, and the spirits of the spurned come out from the landscape itself to aid him. Spurned souls. I ignored them. Me too. He was pretty low at the point in time, and I was yeah. like, I, I can probably just finish him off and not worry about that. Yeah. Way to show your composure, Jen. I know, right? I'm a really good student, so. And you did not falter falling back and going on the defensive. You kept up your offense. Yeah. See, the uh, the terms of the engagement changed actively while we were in the engagement, and I was still like, nope. Keep on keeping on. Yeah. Thank you, uh, uh, Vauclair. This fight has some area denial. He will drop these big frosty areas on the ground which is a bit spicy for this level it is yeah honestly i got hit by a couple of them because i was being aggressive i was like i i could let up but i don't think i'm gonna get hurt that much by these things so i i stayed in to finish a combo before leaving because yep. i was like yeah I, I think i can take it and i could <laughs> <laughs> note though that that's only a low level tip or higher levels they will punish you for being too aggressive yes yeah, get the fuck out of the AOEs. Don't make that a habit. Um, I know when you can and break you, the rules. I mean, at this point, you have a ranged attack, so there's no, there's no reason. I'm Except it's like 100 potency versus like 300. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we gain the upper hand on Folks. His courage is broken, and he stumbles backwards over a cliff, disappearing into the fog. Classic. Rip. Uh, impossible. My courage is unbeatable. Don't come any closer. Ah! And the last thing that we see, that our character doesn't see because they don't get to the edge of the cliff fast enough, but we see this the you know, this look of total fear come over his face. 
I suppose it's poetic, but it isn't. It's not a great ending. There's no, um, you know, nice little redemption for him. There's no redemption there. No. So redemption is death. Can't win them all. Can't win them all. He's now one of the spirits of the spurned. Yeah, well. So we go back to the guild. Ewain says the same thing that you just did, Jen, where he's like, well, I wish we could have done better, but that's that. Yep. If he hadn't been such a tool, he'd be a great guild member. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, what a waste. <laughs> what a total waste. This was final trial enough for us. We can skip the, the curriculum. Mm-hmm. And we're now a full Lancer. We did it. Congrats. We're, we're a pro thruster now. Nice. So that's the engine. What do you think? It was fine. Um, it was better than I thought it was going to be, actually. I, I like the, uh, you know, there's like a, you know, a, an evil character. Typically, these quests can be a little, a little wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was kind of fun. But, you know, the, the harping on the courage thing over and over and over again, I was like, okay, it's sounding a little silly at this point. Yeah. Um, but there's got to be something, right? Every... Every uh, every job has its thing. It's true. I just wish they had picked something else to be the fulcrum for this story, not this courage. Because like I said, them arguing about that the correctest kind of courage is just like, mm-hmm. okay, whatever. I, I don't <laughs> care. Like, honestly, I, um, I, I try and squint past it to take it more seriously because it's going to be a drag if you're like, ugh, the whole time. Yeah. I just wish they had picked something else to be the, the real philosophical dispute besides the courage. I think it would have been interesting if they had done like what the uh, the Tomaturge Guild did, where they started out with the tenet of um, defense, 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 uh, stay far away, hide, run away, do all these things. But in the course of the action of that, that whole quest line, they learned that, no, 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 you you actually have to do the opposite. Or, you know, sometimes... Hey, you know, maybe moderation. Okay, sometimes it's okay to run away. Sometimes it's okay to like get the fuck in there and do the offense thing. You know, what would be a Final Fantasy ass conclusion would actually be giving folks something of value to say, and then yeah, getting past his prickliness and bullshit to actually come to understanding. Say, actually, you do have some truth there, but you've been an asshole about it. And then we can say, okay, so the guild adapts and that goes back into that theme of them being flexible. And then maybe your final technique comes from folks or something. Yeah. That that would be a very Final Fantasy and and honestly a better arc, I think, than just like bad guy does bad things and he's bad and he dies. Yep, pretty much. That said, it's like a a Dorito of a quest, as in it's like cheap calories. It tastes awful. Oh my God. Oh, okay. It's cheap calories. It's not very nutritious, but it goes by fast. And if you like gross fake cheese, then this is for you. Nice. But really, I, I mean that, though. This quest goes by very quickly. It does not overstay its welcome, which is good because it doesn't have much to say, honestly. Yeah, pretty much. If they had dragged this out, it would be really gruesome. But they didn't. It's like, okay, so here's this guy. He's a tool. You fight him. Happily ever after. Quest over. Bam, done. Moving on. Great. Yeah. Cool. Anything else, Jen? No. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) 
Next time, we'll be wrapping up the Gordania main story quest, and that'll be it for our intro city stories. Holy shit. Yeah. We did it. Not yet, but soon. (laughs) And on that note, thanks for listening. And if you would like to get in touch, you can find us on Twitter at PodReturn or via email at podreturnffxiv at gmail.com. And we will see you next time. Why are you saying it all weird? I am not saying it weird. You are saying it weird. I'm saying it awesome. I'm not doing it over because it was awesome.